It's the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here is your host, Sean Pittman. Good morning, good morning. It's March, it's Wonder Woman Month, and we continue with the first woman president of the Palm Beach State College, Ava Parker, right after this. You're listening to the Sean Pittman Show. Good morning, good morning, and welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show. And uh, today we continue March Wonder Woman Month for the Sean Pittman Show. And of course, this is Women's History Month. So the kind of two kind of came good together and today you know it's always great when i get to interview somebody that i have known for a long time and that i I just genuinely called a friend and uh y'all listeners when y'all saw that i was asking ava parker to come on the show uh those of you who are aware were like i'm gonna be listening and so I appreciate you saying that and appreciate you listening. And President Parker, are you with us? I am. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, listen, uh, Madam President, thank you for joining us. And, and I know you got you've been crazy busy making decisions related to this virus. So I don't want to I don't want to ignore that uh, uh, as we jump into the, the Wonder Woman show. But um, tell just just to acknowledge it a little bit. Uh, tell us how things are going down there on your campus i mean um, what are some of the hardest decisions you've had to make related to this virus so far you know what's amazing about this sean is that this is unlike anything we've ever seen before you know because we are in florida and particularly in south florida we're very accustomed to dealing with weather related issues so we have plans in place and we know how to proceed you know if a hurricane hits we know what we're going to do next um, this has been very different, and probably the hardest part of it has been that things change almost hourly. I could almost say daily, or wish I could say daily, because that would give us a little bit more time. Right. But the most difficult thing has been the ability to remain flexible and agile as we make really tough decisions as things change so quickly um, throughout the country. Wow. And if, if I thought about it, Sean, probably the hardest decision was this idea that we had to complete the entire semester using remote access as much as possible so that students could complete their could could complete their coursework and while and and madam president that's that's hard on everybody uh um, so we wish you the best in uh, the decision making you have to make and for your students uh but you're a wonder woman so we're not worried about palm beach state college doing okay and listeners as i said to you earlier and if you're just joining us we have uh president ava parker on the line with us uh one of our wonder women's the wonder women this month and uh we appreciate her coming to talk to us and madam president your reputation in higher education in florida has become well known and revered uh you've served on the board of governors which oversees the state university system you've led uh, a university in florida um, now you lead one of the largest state colleges in Florida, uh, but you didn't really start there. I mean, you started as a law student in Gainesville in that other dad gummit school down there, um, a public defender in Miami, a general counsel at an HBCU, then a prominent lawyer in Jacksonville and on and on and on. How do you get from there to where you are right now? Well, first, I have to say thanks so much, Sean, for even um casting me as a Wonder Woman because certainly I don't feel that way. You did that. (laughs) You did that. 
I am I'm really honored that you would you know look at all the amazing things that women do across the state of Florida and put me on a short list of folks um, that you'd interview this month as a Wonder Woman. And um, well deserved, my friend. Well deserved. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, what's interesting to me is that this is. Um, you know, I, I've been very fortunate to do something that most people would like to do and don't have an opportunity to do. And that is that they were able to turn their advocation into their vocation. And so when people ask me questions like, how'd you get here? In many ways, I feel like I've been preparing for this job all my life. You know, mm. I feel like the okay. things I, that I've done as a lawyer really prepare me because so much of my job is about analysis and about statutes and about legal issues. So as a fellow lawyer, you would get that, right? I, I do. I understand. But nobody's right, making so, me president of anything. Uh, <laughs> so there's something special. There's something a little more there. <laughs> you know, I think that when you couple that, and it really isn't, I mean, there's so many people who could do this. So, so it's not like I'm in such a unique category. I'm just blessed to have the opportunity. But if you couple that then with this idea that I've, I really was, um, was blessed to be able to uh, use my volunteer time in such a wonderful way to have an imp- a wonderful and positive way to have an impact on the state of Florida. So I was able to actually work um, and make policy decisions for the university system, you know, first as a trustee at the University of Central Florida and then as a member of the Board of Governors. So you can say that for over you know, 13 or 14 years, I was steeped in higher education policy. So when you mix the, you know, what I would do every day with the analysis and understanding of the law, and then you couple that with my ability to be engaged in making policy in higher education for the state of Florida, and more specifically for the university system, it kind of puts me in a unique category and in a position to transition to the operational side when they were looking for someone to come in and help them to build a new state university. That is that, you know, my knowledge of the law, the fact that I was a practicing lawyer, the fact that I've been very engaged in our community and our, almost on a statewide level for several years, coupled with my policy um, experience in higher ed, kind of put me in a unique category to move forward with a very difficult task. Um, based upon the statutory guidelines that were put in place to build um, and and implement Florida Polytechnic University. Well, listen, um, Madam President, I, I that sounds great, and 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 all that's good, and you are it makes you uh, you know it positions you well for almost anything, right? But you you know being somebody who has known you for a long time, you have all that you mentioned, but you got that it factor too that kind of shows up in places uh, and times that others don't take advantage of. You show up to slay it. And Ava, March is Women History Month. You made history as the first African-American or woman or a combination of them in so many ways. Is there any one accomplishment that you're particularly proud of more than others? And if so, tell us, tell, tell us why. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, um, I'm probably most proud of uh, the opportunity that I had to um, really build up Florida's 12th state university, and that was Florida Polytechnic University. I mentioned that earlier. 
And I think I'm most proud of that because that really took a reliance on everything I felt like I had been trained and taught to do leading up to that point. I think that it was a unique experience in that it had been several years um, since the state had brought on a new university, so it was a very difficult task. Um, I think that it was interesting just because there was so much controversy surrounding it because some liked the idea and some didn't. Yeah, yeah. And so how is it that you, you navigate the prickly waters of bringing on something statewide, you know, that really, you know, had about, you know, 50 pence. 50% fans and 50% foes. So to me, if I had to look back on something where I felt like it really called on, you know, all that um, that I've been trained to do and a whole lot of prayer and support, it really would be um, the opportunity to serve as the first executive and, you know, tasked with the responsibility of bringing um, that university to light. You know, one thing I would say to you, um, though, Sean, is that it's always so bittersweet. Like, you know, when you hear the first to do this or the first to do that, (laughs) what's better to me is that we kind of get to a time where, like, it's just understood black folk and our women have been doing these things for a long time and that you're just added to the list of people who are also doing something very special, too. Yeah. Well, amen to that. Um, um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And speaking of uh, Florida Polytech, I, I, I will say um, um, the, in, in the session this year, and I know you pay attention to that, to all that stuff that's going on. There was a, a bill that would absorb, um, I guess, New College and Florida Polytech into um, FSU and UF, respectively. Did you have any thoughts or emotions when that was going on, being that you sort of had a, a real strong background with one of those schools? Um, I really, really um, was um amazed that we were going to um, go back after all this time and make that decision. You know, I think that, um, you know, that decision has already been made and we now have, you know, Florida Poly standing as a functional institution and that, and it has a, it's very different from the University of Florida. And so I don't think that it's good for Florida Poly, nor do I think it's good for U.S. for it to have this now freestanding, um, you know, site that has been built to really approach the academic experience a little bit different. So when you think about University of Florida, it is a research institution, and it really is based upon theories and how is it that we get something done. When you think about a Florida, um, a polytechnic university, and particularly the way that Florida Poly was built, it's more hands-on research. And it's a whole different approach to how you address things. And so I think that, um, you know, we lose something as a state when we absorb this model into our big research institution. And I think that those, you know, while I certainly respect legislators and I respect their vision, I think that they may not be aware of that, be aware of that difference and how beneficial that, that difference is to our state. So that's really my primary reason for suggesting that I think that as a state, we need the, the diversity and academic experience in order to receive the real benefit of the research and development 
that our university system provides. Uh, so, so that means a whole lot. And listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to President Ava Parker from Palm Beach State College. Y'all, she's an AKA, she's a link, she's a lawyer, she's a gator, she's a wife, a, a wife to State Representative Joe Gibbons, y'all. Now that, if nothing else makes her a Wonder Woman, that makes her a Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, but those words, uh, President Parker, mean a lot from you because, look, you spent over ten, almost 10 years on the board of governors governing the state yep. university system uh so that question is right in your wheelhouse so i, I really appreciate the the comprehensive answer to that um I, I appreciate that i and and you know what uh some legislators ought to hear that <laughs> um you in, in 2018 you served as sort of president of all the college presidents uh, when you were elected to chair the Florida College System Council of Presidents. Uh, what was that like? You know, it's, it's interesting, um, you know, because I also, in some ways, I'm like a student of leadership to me. And so it's always um, interesting to serve um, as a leader of leaders. And so I was, you know, um, pleased to have that opportunity to work in that way with my colleagues. Um, to see how it is to, you know, to bring these really strong people with, you know, years of experience with um, a real, you know, heart for the work that we do and how do we bring us together in order for us to tackle the issues that are our common goals. Um, so it was tough. Um, it was a very, uh, it was a difficult task um, because a lot of what we do is develop the advocacy for the Florida College system. And we've had some tough times in the legislature, so yes, it was like, yes. how can we yeah, put together a different plan so that the Florida College system can get a different result? So while it was very rewarding, because you always learn something whenever you're leading leaders, or also leading in almost any capacity, um, it was hard to get all 28 college presidents you know, to really agree on issues and our approach to different things. But I think it made me a different, a better president because I was able to engage with so many other presidents in that way. Well, you know, you you guys, it is, I mean, it's a tough job. I mean, 28 other people who are uh, assumingly a personalities uh, who believe in their leadership because they've risen to that um, to that position um, and to their respective position and then to now be sitting where you have to lead uh, others who are just like you to some degree um right. but but you guys do a good job at selecting them. i know you also had jim murda uh who th I, this listenership will be familiar with from this area um but right. but really to, to see you in that role was just absolutely incredible and uh and you know you are a woman of color and right. i tell you that the it, it's, it, it has to mean something to little girls out there and college students who relate to you and who you are and your struggle. Um, and, and for those who might be listening, who fit that that category, that demographic, do you have is there anything you could tell those young girls who want to be a Wonder Woman, too? What would you tell them? So. First, let me say before I answer that question that it really was a pleasure to, to work with Jim um, um, as the chair-elect, um, pretty much because he chaired policy and advocacy last year and under his leadership this year. So because we're talking to folks who are TCC supporters or folks who may be graduates from the institution, he is really a great leader and was great to work with. 
Okay, um, good, good, good. We agree. We yeah, like so him. I wanna, yeah, I want to make we, sure. We think we'll keep him. We think we'll keep him. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he, he's a real good guy. Um, and um, but and thinking about women and young women, so I do want you to know, you know, Sean mentioned that, you know, that I'm married to Joe, um, but also, um, you know, Joe and I um, have twins and young kids like Sean. Um, the twin coalition. Absolutely. That's a strong and, coalition. You know, <laughs> It really is. And, you know, Sean is blessed to have three girls and I'm blessed to have a girl and a boy. Yes. So I really am, you know, focused on what is it you know, that I do, you know, for my daughter. You know, I thought it was so special while very tragic for the loss that we had with Kobe Bryant. But the fact that he kind of coined that he's a girl dad was like a really neat thing. So awesome. Um, something, certainly something that I appreciated hearing as the mother of a daughter. And you know, what I'd say to young girls and what I'd say to you know, women who are in college and those you know, who are at, at any point in their careers that, you know, despite how things may look, um, and despite the fact that there may not be others who who blaze that trail, that just know that you can do it. That you know that you know really, the stumbling block should not be. I have not yet seen someone do that, um, because that would mean that at my institution I wouldn't have this job. I'm the first woman to serve as the president of Palm Beach State College, and our school was over 80 years old. So it's not that. Um, you know, I, I can't gauge my success by whether or not so I've seen somebody do it. I have to gauge myself, or gauge my success, and gauge my opportunities by what I'm willing to give to achieving that goal. And how is it that I can empower myself to reach the goal? Mm. You know, that is that. I love that. You, I love that. Yeah, you need to, to see that. And unfortunately, unfortunately for many of us, we have mentors and folks who can help us get there. In some instances, we don't have those mentors available. So it is about how can I reaffirm myself? How can I, you know, start now with daily affirmations that remind me of the fact that I have the ability to reach the goals that I'm willing to invest the time in um, and the training in to ensure that I can take that on and slay it. And so that's what I would say to young girls. You can do it. You have the power within. And as long as you set your mind to it and that you put the work and you put the work in, then you certainly have the ability to achieve whatever goal it is you like for your life, both personally and professionally. Um, and certainly I'd like to say that what works for you may not work for the other person. And I want you to be okay with that. That whatever choice you make is a choice that's going to make you a better person because you in turn are better for the people who depend upon you. Well, Madam President, I, I, I can relate to that because as you said, as the father of three girls, I often um, try to see and, and hope for a path um, for them to take that will lead them um, not just, you know, obviously where they want to go, but in in places of, of substance and where they can live out their dreams. And, and uh, you know, I, I've watched you a long time and I got to think that the, the parents of Ava Parker have to be very, very proud. Um, and I know that because your friends are um, now you. I guess I want to ask you, do you think, I mean, you're not, you're not, you don't work for the SUS now, you work for the college system, but do you see yourself 
uh, on maybe on the chase or the hunt eventually for another SUS job. And I'm I'm not asking directly, but it, I think I'm going to. You know? <laughs> are you are you are you looking at University of Florida? Uh, are you looking back like, you know what? I'm, I've been a lot. I've done a lot. I've been a lot of places. If the opportunity come, I'm I'm going to ro- I'm going to roll up in there and see if they'll take me. You don't have to ask it, answer it, but I had to ask it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I'm here to do this work. Um, I am committed to the success of our students and our institution and the difference that we make here in Palm Beach County. And um, I, I, I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy to have the opportunity and I'm not interested and nor are my sites on moving to um, to any university within our system, even my beloved University of Florida. Well, you know what, Ava, good, because they don't need a good president like you. So, <laughs> so I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear it. Uh, but more than that, you are right. Palm Beach County is my home county. And uh, look, when you moved there, I told you how happy we were to have you there. And uh, and more than that, I'm happy that you came on this show this morning. Uh, you made this a great Sunday morning. You made Wonder Woman Month uh, even more stronger by having you on. So so a big thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, listeners, I hope you uh, really got a chance to listen to this this whole interview because there's something for all of us. Uh, you don't have to be a Wonder Woman. Uh, I think Ava inspires us all just to be better at what we do um so ava thank you uh, sean thank you so much for having me you know you um continue to do amazing things i'm just so pleased to have you as a friend and as a as a leader here within the state of florida all right well listen my friend thank you uh take care down there be safe um and and i know you're going to make great decisions so that your students and and your employees are safe uh listeners Y'all stay with us. We'll be right back after this with a Pittman Point. It's time for Pittman's Point. Welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show. And I want to thank our guest, President Ava Parker of the Palm Beach State College. Uh, I think anybody who listens to this interview uh, or knows her knows how dynamic she is. And we are so happy. Uh, she was one of our Wonder Women in this month of March. Uh, Ava, keep doing an incredible job. And we thank you for everything that you do. Now, listeners, it's time for the Pittman Point. Across the world, the coronavirus uh, pandemic has caused a shockwave of fear, panic, and isolation. What began as a foreign sickness has evolved into a very real concern for us here in the United States. And it seems to only be growing as more testing uh, becomes available and more reports of cases come to light. Across the state, we have seen folks step up and help support individuals impacted by the fallout, including big companies like NextEra Energy, who just announced a $1.5 million package going towards relief and assistance. We need more of that, y'all. We should expect to be in this position for a long haul. And that means each one of us needs to step up for our neighbors and our community. Our local business community is going to be hit hard by this. Folks aren't getting out to eat or to shop, so we need to support them the best way we can. Let's let's buy more takeout. Let's buy gift cards. Spread the word on social media. But even more importantly, we need to support our local social service organizations. As we move through this crisis, we know that those in need are experiencing an even greater hardship. 
with no end in sight. With schools closed for the foreseeable future, some of our students are going without the only healthy meals that they get all day. That burden is now shifting to folks like Second Harvest to fill the void, and they need our help. It's going to take hundreds of thousands of pounds of food to feed the more than 100,000 hungry folks in this region for the duration of this pandemic. And that means they need resources, y'all. I want to send a shout out to Monique Ellsworth, who leads Second Harvest and the work that she's doing during this time. But Monique needs our help. At this moment, our food bank won't be able to meet the demand that is that this extended situation will cause. So we need to help them, y'all. If you're able, consider a monetary donation so that Second Harvest, with their immense buying power, can provide the food needed to get us through this thing. Remember that every dollar you donate to the food bank provides four meals. Every dollar. Let us uh, help each other. Let us put a hand out. Let's try to feed our neighbor while we starve this virus. I'm going to do Monique a favor, and I'm going to give you a website to go to. Fightinghunger.org. Go to fightinghunger.org today. Let's help Monique and self Let's help Monique and Second Harvest do what they were created to do. This has been the Sean Pittman Show, y'all. Stay safe out there. Be healthy. Practice social distancing. And let's get through this together. In the meantime, we'll see you in seven.